All right, welcome back to Imani's Corner. Today I have friends with me. Friends. Say something. I thought Hi. you were going to say. How many sing. of us have them? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have two girls that I graduated from. I was about to say Harvard because we were talking about that earlier. We all graduated from Hampton. Lovely, lovely place. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself, friends. My name is Ariel. Um, 22. And... I'm just here to talk smack today. <laughs> hey, I'm Sydney. Um, 22. Yeah, kind of giving over colds so a little nasally. But you know, gonna push through. There you go. And I don't think I ever actually for real introduced myself. I'm Imani. I'm 24. All right, cool. So. Um, when I originally made this little podcast thing, I wanted it to be more so about like supporting black products and black owned companies. But <laughs> do we need to do Okay, so <laughs> the point of the what is this called? Podcast brand, Imani's Corner, whatever you want to name it. The original point of it was to just <laughs> was to just be about like pushing and promoting black owned products but then I was talking with these lovely ladies and I was like you know I feel like it would be kind of like non-productive to not talk about other things that occur in the black community since I have this small platform to do so and so today's topic is just really going to be a nice little introduction to get to know them and get to know how I think a little bit better and we're just going to be talking about what it's like to be a young black woman like just you know we all have our degrees we're all working in the fields that we want to be in so it's like how do we really feel about life right now and just like how do we feel that i guess the world is for black people so i'm gonna (laughs) i'm sorry that was just really funny (laughs) okay so like my first question is do you feel that um you could really be doing more things for your community outside of what you're doing, like with the community service that you do and stuff like that. Oh my God, Sydney. <laughs> I said. So sorry. <laughs> I, said I said, what? I'm sorry, give me two seconds. I'm going to have to. I might not. Because that was just low-key kind of funny. Um, I said, what do you, like, as a young black woman, how do you feel? No, I said, do you think you could be doing more for the community outside of, like, the community service that you do and stuff like that? Mm. Um, yeah, I definitely think so. I don't know, I guess I just look around and see, like, even, like, a lot of people we went to school with or people, like, in the community, and it just seems like they're doing so much at such a young age. Yes. So it's like, man, okay, maybe I need to set my game up because I feel like you can definitely do more. There's always ways to, like, elevate and grow and do more. I think just in general. So, yeah. I don't know the answer. No, that was a good answer in my Mm. opinion. Do you want to say something? Um, I mean, for me... I don't want to overextend or overexert myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I do what I can, and I know that that's what I can do. That's lovely. Um, that's true. Yeah, you know, I really don't have the bandwidth to be comparing 
my service to other people's service. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they could be putting in 200 hours a month, but did they actually care about what they did? Mm, valid, yeah. valid. Was it court order? <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> okay, you know what? Um, <laughs> Next question. <laughs> right. But I'm kind of on the same page as Sydney. Like, that's kind of why I took a break from, like, Twitter for a while, because I would be like, it was, you know what it was that really started it for me? Do you remember that link you sent us in the group chat of the young black people in Detroit that were, like, doing it big? I felt you. like a failure that, after that. That me and my feelings for a minute, because I, I was like, how? I was literally like wow he owns a gym wow he's only 27 wow okay i have three years to get it together and a girl who was like 22 is doing all these yeah. things and I'm like sis i'm 22 and i'm not doing anything <laughs> and so that's when i really had to take a step back so i guess my answer is kind of a combination of y'all's okay. because i felt like with sydney i was like dang i need to step it up but then i was like well dang like do they really care with, about what they're doing or is this just for the clout because you know we all came from Hampton, so <laughs> We know what that clout disease is like. So I had to take a step back, but yeah. Mm. You know, I, I, I get it. I mean, I think that's a point I'm trying to get at now. That's why I don't really get on Instagram as much as I did mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, then I'm starting to compare what they're doing. And like you said, their service and stuff, all the yeah. people they're reaching out to. And start comparing that with what I'm doing. And I'm doing a lot for myself. And I, sometimes you got to take a pause and like, okay, yes. you're doing great. Yes. So, so I'm like, you know, somebody sent me this video today of Jennifer Lewis, and she was like, sometimes I just look in the mirror, and I'd be like, mm, mm, I'm that bitch. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> that that has to become my motto, yeah. because, like, we all are individually doing really great things for mm-hmm. ourselves. Like, you have to sometimes look in the mirror and be like, yes, sis, you're doing yeah. it. And this mm. is good enough for me and right. my individual mm-hmm. self. Yes. So. so this next question is kind of aimed at you, Ari. So, Ari works at the Charles H. Wright, which if you are not from Detroit, it is a, what was it, the fir- a first voice? It is the largest first voice institution dedicated to the exploration and celebration of African American history and culture. <laughs> Just your face. <laughs> but if you don't know what a first voice um, museum or establishment is, it basically means it is black history told from the perspective of black people. So... You work in this wonderful establishment. You get to see all these cool exhibits. You know things that are coming out. Do you feel like, as somebody who is 22, that these upcoming exhibits are speaking to... I'm not even really going to call us millennials because I personally, I feel like we're on the tail end of that and we can't partake. We are literally at Yeah, so I feel like we're like that in-between of millennials and, what is it, Gen Z? I'm not one of them. <laughs> um, well, apparently on the news, they say we're like... I, Jen, that's the new name. I would, I would accept that because I don't quite feel like I'm a millennial, but I also don't feel like I, I'm in that same group with these 15-year-olds. So I feel yeah. like I'm smack dab yeah. somewhere in the middle. So we're I, Jen. I, Jen. 1995. Okay. And I think it ends at like, but it's weird because it ends in 2005, I think. And that's like, a lie. Yeah. No, because I don't agree with them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, They're still, like, aren't they still in high school? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's, that's okay. But um, as you see... <laughs> Well, they're eighth graders. Ew, stop, stop. I didn't. But you know what? Then why they do that? Because those generations are usually like they, the decades. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, if you count baby boomers, that went from the 40s to the mid-60s. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Years. But that was like war, war. That's because yeah. the baby boomers are from the war. Yeah. And I don't know. 
Anyway, guys, I yeah. don't agree. With I mean, but I, I'll agree with I'm in that in. I'll call us the in betweeners for the I group. I'm gonna call us that in betweeners. We're on the cusp, but yep. I'm just gonna go ahead and claim millennial. Um, I mean, I was raised with people who were solidly millennials. Yeah. And my parents are Solid. on the cusp of Gen X going yeah. into millennial. millennial. Me and my parents are almost in the exact same generation. That's so. crazy. That's pretty cool, though, but like it's, it's weird cool, at the same but, time. Like, it's disappointing, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so, but the exhibit. So, and the activity. Being your age and yeah. working in this environment where you really are the youngest person there how do you feel that like you're able to put your voice into like the <laughs> the museum and those things because like so the she works in like the marketing department so she does a lot on social media which is very up this generation's alley but with kind of all of that like encompassing do you feel like you have like a voice in it and do you feel like when you put out your opinion or your thoughts that you're listened to? Um, cool question. That's not really something I reflect on too much. <laughs> I mean, just in all seriousness, I'm there to do my job and okay. I really enjoy what I do. I'm not so much concerned about uh, the impact in retrospect. Okay. I mean, when I speak, I speak to be heard. Right. So therefore, I'm heard. That's a really um, lovely idea. Wish I could say the same. I mean, I'm not wasting my breath for nothing. Um, so that answers that question. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like the things that we do speak to millennials? Um, not always. Mm-hmm. Not always. I think... And you know what? I can't even really say that, though. Because that would be... Painting millennials with a wide brush stroke. It's like okay. the, the oldest of us are 39 years old yeah. and we have kids and mortgages and all that stuff. <laughs> like, they're not coming to museums unless they're taking their kid. Right. You know? So, so they do have, you think they that... have different interests? Like, as far as the in betweeners going into the I generation, um, I think there's just a lapse in cultural institutions getting those types of people anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really concerned about their cultural welfare or refinement. They're trying to do their homework and sneak out of their bedroom window. Um, Man, my mama would have murdered me. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. I've been watching a lot of Frasier. That phrase came up. But, um... I have. I don't think I have ever in my life one have said I want to watch Frasier. It's a good show, and yeah. I've heard that right. Show. But I don't think I've ever in my, like because somebody told me Friends was a good show too, and okay, I sat yeah, down yeah, to yeah. watch Friends, and but I was like, what? you have to like white humor. And here's the thing, and I love. I do though. Humor. That's the thing. I do. I love. Well, I'll say I like white British humor. That real dry humor. Oh, okay. I love it. I Friends to me also, is just boring. See, I was gonna say there's also a difference between like. The office white humor yeah. and then the friends white humor. Those are two different because I don't like the office, but I love some friends. See, I don't like the American version of the office, but I like the UK version. I'm weak when I watch that. The UK <laughs> version looks funnier. It is, and it's be- and it's also because it was filmed like way before people were like overly sensitive about things. Mm-hmm. It's also, I won't even say we're overly sensitive before people were aware that things were actually offensive. Mm-hmm. But like, also British people have just been offensive since the beginning of time. So they'll say stuff and I'm like this is not <laughs> funny, but it's freaking it's hilarious. Okay, stop laughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, and so this next question I guess is aimed at me, but feel free to um 
I guess not really a question, but just feel free to jump in if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. So I work for a nonprofit in the city, and a lot of the people that I serve are black and brown people, but I mostly see the little uh, race category, literally like 90% of the time says black or African American. And I work in the Head Start department, so if you don't know what Head Start is, what are you doing, JK? Um, Head Start is like early childhood care for low income communities and it's like you kind of give these kids like a small taste of what school is before they transition into kindergarten and it's supposed to help make that transition a lot easier but a lot of the times even though this is a free service and it's aimed at helping parents make this transition from like you know being at home all day to going to school to transitioning to like a full-time like you know k through 12 thing a lot of these parents are just like I'm not going to get the physical like you asked me to. I'm not going to get my kids their shots, even though they technically need them. And it's like a year past their due. And it's just like some of so many of these people that like are a part of our community. Like I it's like I want to help you, but like you're not taking my hand. And sometimes I feel really like dejected about it because it's like I guess it kind of makes me almost like subtly, not subtly, like subconsciously I guess I'm almost like I feel like I'm I feel like these people are playing into the stereotypes that are already put on top of us especially like black single mothers but then it's like okay I don't know what's going on in your life outside of what I see in your report every day so obviously I can't make that assumption but sometimes I just feel like there's such a gap between the different types of communities within the black community do you, do you see where I'm going with this at all kind of so social class yeah because like I grew up in a two-parent household I even though I I spent most of my life in Detroit I still grew up in a two-parent household I didn't go to like public schools in Detroit I went to private schools in the suburbs but I still I still had this like kind of well-rounded like home life even you didn't grow up with like both parents consistently with you but you had a pretty well, you had a very adventurous childhood, but you still had a pretty well-rounded childhood. Yes. Yeah. As did you, you would say. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like looking at it from where, how we grew up versus how some of these kids that are now in my program grew up, I'm never going to see it the way they do. And sometimes mm-hmm. I literally have to like get to work and check my privilege, which is something I, as a black person, I never thought I'd be able to say, like, I have to get to work and be like, okay, well, not everybody has parents that know how important it is to take you to the dentist every six months. You know, you know, I, I don't know if it's like check it. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like, you don't realize, I guess how blessed you are or how many opportunities you have mm-hmm. over other people or things. Everything that you've learned or your whole training isn't necessarily everybody's whole training. So I don't know if it's yeah. privilege necessary. That's Let's a privilege. Say. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it is. It's a privilege. Uh, I mean, think about bringing up white people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even well-meaning white people, they look at well-rounded, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. black people, and they're just like, why... Why don't they have their college tuition saved up already? Yeah. Like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It's why, like, well, because... Why is she in the bathroom straightening her hair? First of all, I didn't even know her hair got that long. <laughs> Shrinkage? What's okay. that? <laughs> those, are, those are very basic, surface-level things. But it's like they have a privilege to not understand what's yeah. going on. I get that. We have... That makes sense. I think... I speak for all of us when mm-hmm. I say we're only 
one family member away from knowing exactly what these people in your reports are going completely Wait, what one family member away so like so it's like we grew up a certain way but our cousins are not like us yeah okay. and yeah. like even our parents didn't grow up the same way that we are raised now right which is like the quote-unquote american dream right you want like parents work hard so their kids have it better than they had it but what's also kind of stressful is it's like are my kids really gonna have it better than me because like this country is a little stressful right now it's like i'm working for that to be Mm -hmm. a thing but woof like i'm trying yeah but going back to that cousins thing right when i was Mm -hmm. a kid my cousins used to ask me why i talked white and that used to stress me out so much because as a kid, I didn't know how to respond to them mm-hmm. other than just like, I'm black. Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And as I got older and like, I, I said that to somebody once and they were like, oh, so you were just like talking. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I was just talking to them and they were like, yeah, some black people still have this idea that when if you just if you don't speak and what we would consider AAVE and what some people would consider just like ghetto or whatever mm-hmm. if you don't talk like that you're talking like a white person and when I got older and that finally clicked for me mm-hmm. it made me feel like no wonder my cousins didn't like me as a kid <laughs> they probably thought I thought I was better than them mm-hmm. you know but in reality I just I went to a school where my teachers actually cared about me and would like stress how I spoke and everything like that you know so Language is a tough one for me. Yeah, I don't really cons. I don't think I'm a fake anything linguist. is proper. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I'm not a fan <clears throat> of proper English. Um, who is the gatekeeper of that? Yeah, but white people, mm. I'm not really one to subscribe to that. Yeah. Um, AAV is considered bilinguist a language it's not even a dialect yeah. like you cannot replicate that you have to grow into that like 21 savage mm-hmm. is a great example of someone yeah. who, who was indoctrinated early enough to be able to not so much code speak switch but language. speak another language yeah he can speak our language mm-hmm. the russian bots can't do that stop <laughs> why was that what i was about to bring up or like, like when brands try to like market directly to us and they throw sis and stuff Slay. like that yes and they want it but it's like you're using it like you can't just throw sis in the middle of a sentence like it does not work or like did you, did you see that pop tart thing with the grills no oh my gosh they deleted the tweet and i don't i don't feel like searching for it right now but pop tart tweet. tweeted something and it was number one white girl with grills biting into a pop tart and everybody was like number one this is how I know a black person didn't do this because you're not supposed to eat with your grill on. And that was the first thing everybody said. They were like, number one, also, so that aside, why did you think that this was okay? Yeah. Because there were no black people. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or maybe there were, and they were like, well, thank you for your input. Now that we've gotten Jamal's input, <laughs> we're we just going to ignore We're going to ignore Jamal. Honestly, Honestly, like we've been doing yeah. since we hired him three years ago. We just wanted you him a lot. You find that out a lot about like these fashion houses that are doing like a lot of things. There's black people that work there. They just, just don't listen to the black yep. people. Like you look and hear about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, like with the whole Gucci thing, I I just know I know that there had to have at least been one person of American Negro descent in that office that was like, "Are you sure?" That this is what you want to produce. Oh my god, yeah, Rachel, it's fine. Rachel's like, are you sure? Because, um, 
Mm-hmm. People, people are going to be offended. I don't, I don't, I don't really think there is. For you don't me, think so? I don't think there was. Mm. I'll yeah. say, I'll say, if there was a black person working in that division, right, on that specific okay. project. And if they were ignored, they may not have even felt empowered enough to speak on it. Mm, that's valid. They're that's like, valid. I'm here at least. I'll change the game in six years. Mm, that's true. When my superior moves up. Right. That's true. But that's also, exactly are they going to promote me or are they going to pick somebody who started three years after me because they're the right complexion? Yeah, but when you're thinking in the moment, I kind of think like what she said. That, that makes it's, sense. It's not going... Like, this is not the hill to die. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm going to just kind of let this slide because this is a good job. I'm working with Gucci. Right. I'm with Gucci. Going, I'm yeah. going to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then it backfires heavily and your friend's like, don't you worry for Gucci? And you're like, oh, I wasn't on that project. Scratch, exactly. scratch, mm-hmm. looks in the other direction. Yeah, because, I mean, I guess that's a valid point. Like, if you're really in a place where you think you can eventually make a change... Why are you going to mess that up? Yeah. If the number one, they're not going to listen to you. Two, you're going to be labeled as like, because it's possible she's the angry black girl or whatever, whatever. It's Gucci. What they need to keep you for? True. Hello, there's true. millions, not millions, but there's like hundreds of people waiting to, to, to work, have style. that position. Yeah. yeah. Or just as talented, mm-hmm. maybe more so, but just did not that opportunity. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Um, I mean, that's really just a personal decision. Whatever happened, either a black person dropped the ball early on in the process. Or maybe they just weren't in the room. Or they weren't in the room. Or they were told to shut up. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's all very It was going to happen. Yeah. So what's interesting, though, is the whole boycott of Gucci actually amused me so deeply because... Black people are buying Gucci? Well, that's my thing. I'm like, if... I'm like, most black people that are not in that tax bracket that own Gucci, have those Gucci slides, or they have a Gucci belt. They and have accessories. It. Exactly. And that's it. It's not like you're walking... With Gucci luggage, you don't have Gucci right. furniture. You're not yeah. going to uh, Somerset and walking in, and they're looking at you like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, that, that, these, the, you know, I walked into Gucci once, just because I was curious, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a black guy that worked there, but he looked at me like, sis, are you in the right... Place? Oh yeah, someone asked me and my grandmother if we were in the right place. This is uh, my mom's mom. Oh, so I know she was. Oh, she so definitely looks like the type to be in Gucci. Yeah. I mean, we were she, we were in casual clothes that day. Um, you know, it was the summer. So mm-hmm. She had her hair up and she had on like her khaki. But I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, are they not looking at the shoes on her feet? Yes, those are sandals, but those sandals are three digit sandals. Yeah. Like. My They're sandals come cheap. from Aldo's. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she she got on a bright color nail polish, but like, you know how much that nail cost for right. nails you that, cheap. that could be Burberry polish, and you just exactly, don't know. and you just don't know. Uh-huh. Mm. Y'all were at Gucci. We went through all the stores mm-hmm. on the you know the bougie side. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It was very very interesting. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Exactly, which stores did actually, you know, serve her well. Because, I mean, like, if I'm getting paid commission, I'm going to talk to everybody in the store. Yeah, I don't care if I don't like you, because I can still get money out of you. That's 100% commission. You don't don't sell, you don't get paid. Exactly. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. some people... Not See, all money is good money. That's, that's true. Good. <laughs> <laughs> that was an insight. You better put on a 
fake smile and right. fake it till you make it. I can it. talk about you when I get home exactly. to my husband. With my but check. I don't have, so. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, oh my God, you said something that I wanted to come back to. Oh yeah, so with Gucci. So like you were like, yeah, most of us aren't buying Gucci. So when we were like, well, when Black Twitter was like, mm-hmm. we're going to boycott Gucci. My first thought was, Okay, so number one, how many of y'all have something that is Gucci that is not the slides or the belt? So now then all that automatically rules out like eighty percent of you, right? Okay. Take out the swimsuits. And the swimsuits that are probably you bought from somebody who stole the Gucci logo anyway. So let's just start. You didn't there. have to attack me so I'm definitely on Etsy. Like, let me get this uh, monogrammed bikini. Stop. Oh, the Louis Vuitton one? Yeah. Yes. The real, the I remember real that. site didn't have it. Because when's the last time they made those? No, like, it was sold out. Like, they didn't mm, have it. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to get okay. a fake one if I can't get the real one. It's not I can't afford the real one. I'm, I'm going to get the $40 one if I can't get the <laughs> $90 one. Right. But I brought that up because I was like... I brought that up because I was like, okay, we're boycotting this thing, but like, can you really boycott something that you're not putting any finances in? Like, because you can say you're not going to buy it, but let's be real, before rappers started wearing Gucci, Gucci was tanking, and then the rappers started to buy it, and then like, the like the rich white kids were like, ooh, my favorite rapper is buying it, mom, I want to mm-hmm. buy Gucci. So that's kind of where Gucci got their, 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 their kind of their... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, their juice back, whatever, right? Yeah. They kind of started coming back up. And then, like, the rich white people were like, whatever, I'll buy it again. I still like it, whatever. So, it's like, Gucci will be fine without your slides that you're purchasing that they probably they probably don't want to make anymore because the inner city Negroes are wearing them, like... Wearing them everywhere. <laughs> everywhere with the socks. Like, oh... oh. And I'm all for it. I really am. Like, I'm a huge fan of Dapper Dan. Like, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know who Dapper Dan is, shame on you. But um, just to fill you in, he is a fashion designer. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. (laughs) But he's a fashion designer, and he was in Harlem, and he had his own shop. Like, he learned how to make clothes. First of all, he he was a gangster at first and then he was like you know what i'm gonna get out of this life i'm gonna make some fly clothes there you go he was like but i want to make like luxury clothes like i want all the big ball of shop collars to wear my stuff so he took designer labels from european fashion houses so louis vuitton mm-hmm. gucci prada anybody with a monogram right he, he said it. i'm going to take it and i'm going to turn it into something fabulous and so literally all of the politicians all the big dope dealers, mm-hmm. all the rappers, all the artists. You know what? Singers. I think I do know who this Everybody is. Everybody was you see. Yeah, you, I you do. At, no, I'm saying if you look at like online, you can see pictures of his work. Mm-hmm. He's like them um, Louis Vuitton. He made Louis Vuitton and like Gucci jackets with a big puffer on. Yeah. yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't know the name. Oh, that's fabulous. I didn't know the name it behind fabulous, that. And he is fabulous, and those fashion houses sued. The hell oh, out I of bet it. they oh, did. I, they said, "How dare you be more successful than us at this time?" Like, <laughs> and he was forced to shut his operation Damn. down. But now he does work with those fashion houses. They started collaborating. Oh, I him. bet they have. Yeah, because Gucci. Um, that's the first one of the first people they called up was Dapper Dan. Mm. Trying to fix it now. What was it? Gucci's Fall Seventeen campaign. 
it was either fall 17 or spring 18 but i think it was fall 17 it was the most gorgeous spread because that I ever saw. he was, was a part of it he was, he made the clothes and it was all black models mm, oh, wow. delicious delicious it was fabulous i gotta so, look at that yeah i'm gonna have to do some yeah, I mean, Googling. I'll pull it up while we talk. But. Perfect, perfect, yes. But that's kind of why I started this whole thing. Like, I just felt like it's not like us taking our, not even really taking our money, but it's not like us boycotting Gucci or Prada or Burberry. Sorry, pause before I finish. Once Burberry did the whole noose thing, everybody was like, well, dang, what am I going to wear to my baby shower? And I was <laughs> like... <laughs> Culture thing. I was like, oh, I've got to chill. I'm waiting. Actually, Maybe I know. That's some... why they made it. Yeah, no, they were like, seriously. we're tired of y'all. But it really is like, it's. But the thing is, it was a nice shirt because I've seen uh-uh. men at their own. No, it here's was, why. It was nice 10 years ago. <laughs> Y'all don't let that collared Burberry shirt go. But just think. He yeah, could really know, be really in there. Gonna let your baby daddy work? No, absolutely not. He, if he puts on that dangle shirt, he he'll be, be standing like, outside the door. Like, this is a rite of passage. Oh, wear this shirt. He will be standing outside the doors of the venue. So he's going to be there holding her stomach exactly. looking all cute. By myself. They going to Photoshop him in. I will Photoshop him in with a regular outfit. Oh, my. But think about it. Would you rather take the collared Burberry throwback 10 years ago shirt or a white wife beater? You know, if you got the muscles for Sydney, already, shut up! Beater, that trace on that Mario. If you got the trace on his arms, body. Oh, I'll take the wife beater with the quickness. Okay. Oh, I will. Okay. You can dress up the white you know, beater. You know what has me weak, though? As soon as, she, <laughs> as soon as she said muscles, I thought about my boo, and I was like, yes, I would actually take the wife beater as well. Okay. She is hot. You yeah. shouldn't be wearing no Burberry top anyway, so. <laughs> no, because they got the sleeveless one, so the one. The, the oh, you're right. The most short sleeve one. Yeah, yeah no. I just had a devious thought. Well, share oh, it. Lord. What if someone? Not saying it has to be me. <laughs> what if someone has a baby shower, tells the baby daddy, wear the Burberry shirt, and he's like, I was gonna do that anyway because that's just who I am. <laughs> um, but then all of his homeboys show up in a Burberry shirt. Oh, you know what? So in case y'all haven't figured out, she's the one that likes to shake the table. <laughs> Like that would be, I would be upset. I'm like, listen, baby party, baby shower moves to my house, women only. Right, <laughs> y'all work this out. This is the look. This is my husband, but y'all, y'all discuss this amongst yourselves. Cause I'm just saying, I'm just and don't let him be in a fraternity. All his life. Oh, oh my god! And you'd be like, hey, y'all, you wanna, you wanna do something funny? You wanna see something funny, real? Quick? No, that's just like. <laughs> A certain fraternity, if they was all show up in turtlenecks, girl. In <laughs> Chelsea boots. Oh, wait, because everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. I would scream, okay? <laughs> I'm nice. Oh, wait, because you know who I can see? Who were we talking about the other day with the beard? <laughs> the, the tall, dark skin one. With the real thick beard. Yes. <laughs> Why are y'all talking about him? I don't know how we... We're talking about somebody. Um, <laughs> Why are we all talking about him? How do we... I don't know if you know. They, that was his really good one of his good friends. Yes. Yeah, we, we were talking about one of his friends. that we, mm-hmm. And we all used to like be friends. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to figure out if his friend 
was online or not. But then she was like, no, nah, because I see him on Twitter all the time. Uh, so that's that's how that conversation. Yes. Yep. That's how that conversation came about. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, I know. I said that. I said that. I was like, I could only see it as that. No, there was no question about it because mm. he is my. I really hope. You know what? Forget it. We graduated. I don't no. care. You know what? what? I'm not gonna say no names. I'm just saying, if you figure it out, that's on you. Um, <laughs> okay, you're right. We did graduate. Who gonna yeah. who gonna check me? Who gonna check me? Anyway, <laughs> he was also a big of one of my littles. Like, mm. they knew each other from back home. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so... He, he, he I, made this known long before. And she tells me everything. So I already knew about him. And then I had other friends who were interested. And they're like, yeah, I saw him at uh, the information meeting. I'm weak. We all ain't make it, but... <laughs> okay, speaking of... Because we're just going to... We already, we already know we're talking about the office. Because the, the turtleneck... <laughs> the turtleneck and the Chelsea I Alpha, Alpha, we love and respect you. We but do. But the jokes come too they fast. They do. But there is a podcast I listen to. It's these two guys that went to Fisk. And both of them are Alphas. But it's so funny. Because one of them is from Chicago. And he knew nothing about Greek life before he got to Fisk, right? So his roommate was like, Hey, man, come on. We're going to this informational. So he puts on oh a blue button-up. <laughs> He made it though. He did. He did. But he walked in. He was like, so when he got there, when he talked about it, he was like, man, I just thought I was gonna go listen to somebody talk about something. Everybody was like, why do you have blue on? And he was exactly. like, he was like, because again, he knows nothing. He knows nothing. He was like, they just told me to look Excuse nice. Me, what like, about where's his friend at at this point? Because yo, you know, yeah. Actually, I I do want to know why did your roommate let you do yeah. that? I didn't even think about that. I'm just so confused. Mm, his roommate did. Mm. Was he trying to set you up? Cause what? You they should... both made it though. So wow. He probably had to pay for that. <laughs> he did. He, he was like, they was yelling at him, like, why are you feeling that? He was like, I'm so scared. I don't know what's going on. That's I just so have mean. a blue shirt. That's so Honestly, weird. that's like me. This is all fictional. This is like me showing up, like, I want to be an AKA, and I show up in, like, a pink blouse. Like, mm, hi, ladies. And they're like, oh, you're, I'm blacklisting you. But not even <laughs> Goodbye. That, because he, he didn't show up in gold. He showed up in blue. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> right. No, you at the you wrong know, meeting. That's, like, red. that's like me showing up with, like, a Delta red. Yeah. <laughs> like, blouse on. Oh, you playing big games, sis. Okay. <laughs> oh, you really don't want to cross here. Okay. okay. Look. I'm not going to let you cross nowhere. Oh, I'm talking to all my friends. I'm so like, glad we had an undergrad. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice to not like be concerned about these things. School is just not the same. It's not. It, I, I keep weird. getting reports. I keep getting reports. Yeah. And all I'm saying is, I don't, with Ophio left, Hampton tanked. I'm, I'm just saying it. Yeah. I just, you Barbara don't have to agree. It. Huh? Barbara killed it. They yeah. would have been okay yeah. if they had Well, you know what? Also... 0517 was wild as hell. Let's just start there. That's really know. what killed it. That's actually what killed it. Because be they honest, got to campus. I don't know anybody past uh, Onyx, the one that they have now. What are they, 11? Yeah. yeah. So here's know. how. And it's only because. I'm not, and I'm not going to explicitly say names, but the person that lives for drama mm-hmm. started this bigger chat between 
seniors and freshmen. Yeah, and so, I remember that. Yeah. No, that was a mess. I, yeah. I left. And so I here's left. the thing. Before I, before I, like, muted the chat, because I wasn't going to flat out leave it because I had a car and I was offering to give people rides every once in a while. Before I muted the chat, I, like, connected with a few people that to this day I still talk to. And so you know how messy little freshmen are. They tell you everything. Tell so you everything I knew everything. way too much about the freshman class as a senior. And I was like, y'all are the reason... It was that and that 12 to 2. That's the reason that Hampton, like, tanked after that. Because that 12 to 2. I would not like to say that Hampton tanked for anyone who is interested in becoming a Hamptonian. Well, okay. I'll I say. Think it, I think we'll, it has a place to live. Yeah. And but the social climate has declined, yes. I must admit. That is what I mean when Hampton tanks. Like, but I feel not, like with the right people, mm-hmm. and maybe, like, two classes out, mm-hmm. they could get it back. You yeah. know what? No, I forgot about the harvest. The harvest is on lockdown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, give it I another think, two I years. I think even no twelve to two. The fact that the harvest has a gate, yeah, you have to call in. That's oh, that, and that, that, that is that is real. Because let's be is. real. You can have a day party in Harvest. We used to stay having day parties. Yeah. Yo, I remember. Yeah, I forgot the Harvest didn't have a gate. Why right? did I forget about that? Probably because you stopped going once and it had the gate. the gate was always yeah. broken. With and so you would just go through it. Nobody cared. And then as soon as stuff popped off, they wanted I to fix to the gate. I had to the fence to get in for Alton Crossing. <laughs> it's okay. a video of me somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never left. <laughs> a mess. He said, I recognize the cheeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Somebody has a fatty. <laughs> I wish I could like agree with you because mine is like built from the gym and not completely natural. Okay. I mean, it's still natural, but I wasn't born with it, you know. I was born with the potential. Okay. Cause look at my mother and my sister. I was born with the potential. It just skipped. It, it's watch, watch my one of my kids have like a banging body, and I'm just gonna be like, wow, I had to go to the gym for this, and there you are. Mm-hmm. Just curvy. I just hope it's not your son. Yo, he I saw, might be extra. I saw a upset. man today with thighs you, and like I hips. I love when that happens. But it, it, Sydney's <laughs> face always oh I'm sorry. I'm really going to start a recording real your face. thick boy, but like, like he like, he got the switch in the hip and oh, he got no. a tiny wing. And my I mean, man should not be bigger than I am. Sydney, should have Sydney, more hold on, wait, than number I one, number one. I'm Do we really have to go there? Because it's not that I know. difficult. I know. <laughs> But I would be so mad. But he don't have to be curvy. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Curvy and he got more thighs than I do? Yeah. No. Number one, my thighs absolutely. are actually pretty big. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, they're pretty big, right? Even before I started working out, like, real, real, real consistently, mm-hmm. they were pretty big. So, like, but, like, also, Boo Thang works out far too much for me to ever catch up. So, like, you're just always going to have to be larger than me because I just... Yeah, but if his thighs, like muscle, yeah, but his thighs thing. are still so nice, and I but want to be mine to look like that. <laughs> no, when no. you see know. a young man walk by, he he got a cute little shape. Yeah, no, I'm like, like, no, you know what's disrespectful? Huh? When you see somebody like old person in the video, mm-hmm. and you can't really tell because of the shape mm-hmm. and the fit and the build, and you're just oh, like, and you're like, is that a girl? Is that a guy? That's why I try to yeah. defend baby boy because. I don't know. He, if you just straight up and down, there's a lot of girls straight up and down. Me yeah. being one of them. Okay, so, but you, you at least have, you have a cute butt, number one. But I'm just saying, like, when you're that shape, oh, it's yeah. hard to determine. Like, Plus, and you know what, though? When I looked at the video, I was looking 
Oh yeah, I don't care. I graduated. No, I I was just like, how long is this? Let's see. We we not on no topics, but it's okay. let me tell you though, the podcasts I listen to literally they're like rarely on topic, and I be enjoying the mess out of it. So maybe somebody will enjoy us being messy right now. <laughs> you know whose podcast I love? I'm sorry, I just had to shout out. Lipstick is it Lipstick Alley? Lipstick something? I oh, love I've Lipstick heard Alley. Yeah. Okay, no, I used Italy. to read it back when it was just a forum yes. on the oh, internet. No, let me tell you, the first time I heard about it, Wait, they were that, talking that about that was Angela Yee the whole time. I Are thought you? so. Lipstick really? Alley, really? Look, I, I didn't know. know I didn't know who ran it. There's, there's one lipstick alley, mm-hmm. and like they're iconic, like black women. Being yeah, it. it's on the website. If that's yeah. Angela Yee, then that's but, the only good thing she's contributed to society. No, but I'm talking about her podcast, and I owe her a lot more respect. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, I'm talking about her podcast. Oh, no, about her podcast. Okay, her podcast is called Lipstick Something. No, it's uh, not. It's uh. It is. No, but I'm sorry. I had it and then I lost it because my male coworker told me I need to listen to it's it. It's great. Yes. No, they are, they yes. are some. It's so so yes. she, she be talking when she's not on the breakfast club. Okay, don't do Angela like, like, like that. I love you, so Angela. I don't want to do her no type of way. I just let her sit and talk. Oh, let, me tell you, talk. let me tell you how I have never listened to a full episode of The Breakfast Club. Mm. Girl, that's my favorite show. I know. Every I, know. <laughs> I got to hear Charlamagne shenanigans. And they have donkey. That's donkey of the day, right? Is that them? No, yeah, it is. Yeah. But she, you know, he just got shenanigans all day, every day. Like the things that come out his mouth. Honestly, I should be on that show because I say some things. So he's funny. But I'm sorry. Back to this. I just said that's a really good podcast you should listen to. It's called Lipstick Something by Angela Lee, and it's great. They kind of like a little raunchy, but it's okay. That's why some tips and stuff is okay. <laughs> Notice this, well, thank you. And that's why when my male coworker told me to listen to it, I was like, So you're out here being nasty <laughs> Taking notes with his girlfriend. Like, or wait, oh, okay, I'm not gonna spare all details because if you know me, you know me at this point, it's easy to figure out where I work. But you know what? I'm not even never mind. I'm not gonna tell the story because I'm that's really messy. I'm gonna <laughs> tell y'all this story off of the audio. <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I think you were reading out of this, and I was like, "Stop it!" When you started mumbling, I thought you were reading. I was like, "Stop it! You stop! We're gonna delete everything." Mm-hmm. We're also reading books, studying. Yeah. Don't mind us. Um, <laughs> Some of us want to go to grad school. That's all. So. <laughs> Wait. I also wanted to shout out a podcast that I really like. It's called Strong Black. Legends, leaders, whatever. Why well, did I thought she was talking about Legends panel? <laughs> okay, we can talk about the Legends panel in like two seconds. You know but no, and still but I can't it's remember. Hilarious. I can't. No, it's Strong Black Legends, and so it's a podcast that was created with this um, this woman. Her name is Tracy, but her uh, Twitter handle is Brokey McPoverty. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, Stop. Just give me two seconds. Stop. I'm explaining it while you get your life. Oh so gosh. it's a it's a collaboration between Brokey McPoverty and Netflix. Oh, sorry. Pause. What? It's called Lip Service. Continue. Okay, lip, I think I have heard of that. Okay, but um, and this is a really great podcast. She brings um like iconic black actors mm. um, who haven't really received their roses the way how they should, yes. oh, wow. you know, before they're dead. Yes. So she's yes. had um, Lynn Whitfield <laughs> on the show. Yes. 
Um, yeah. Who else did she have on the show? Jason Weaver. Mm. I'm, I'm a big fan of Jason we Weaver. Talk, was, we was talked about this. Was he on there this. recently? Yes, he was the most recent episode. Because you told okay. us about I, it. No, not even that. I you saw, saw a clip. Oh. Yeah. I saw Ooh, that man is 39 and fine, okay? He's not tall enough for yeah, nothing. There's no age but limit on attractiveness. There isn't. Like, his skin is so clear. His hair was done. Blade. Nice. His hairline's still there. His hairline is all the way I mean, there. he could and have like, the he, money he to has, keep it he there. He has the stare. Oh. He has a stare. She said, "Oh, I'm ovulating." I said, "Girl, you took it too far." She was <laughs> like, "She was like, nah, you were my childhood crush. Like, I'm gonna just let you know right now. Like, this oh. is a puddle in this chair." Sis, <laughs> he was just like, "Hey," but you know, back in the day, I didn't think he looked good. He so probably, I, th- I think he looks his, better with age. He looks better now that he's older. I think there's also a charisma factor. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's yeah. very, very talented. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He can sing really well. He can play mm-hmm. instruments. He's in Kappa Kappa Psi. Oh wow! Okay, Man. that's the that's the band one that I yeah. was low key clowning because I didn't know anything about it. Stop! No, I was though because remember, no, were clowning yeah. yes, because like, stop it. That really because y'all yeah. no, here's why because y'all said music organization and I, mean, I yeah, immediately and I immediately thought about Five New Alpha and I was like, what? This is trash. You guys but were like, wait, you, no, 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 no. So. But Five New Alpha at some other schools, other HBCs. Okay, all I care great. about all I care about is Hampton though because I I had to be around them. And it was just so bad. Science <laughs> bombed. But the point, the point I was making about the podcast is, like, even if you're not interested in acting, like, I have no desire to be an actress. I wanted to win two Oscars. I haven't. No, I haven't had that desire since I was like eight years old. I was like, no, this was a sixteen-year-old thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Cause you still could. I could, but like at this point. Like, you would be playing an older role. Like, well, yeah, because I'm 24, so. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, like, totally fine. What's interesting, though, is uh, per multiple men and some women, I look 18, so. Okay. I don't, but. Okay. That you okay know, sounded real doubtful. No, no. It just, it reminded me of what had happened when I went to go get that sandwich that one day. Um, oh, but, mm, yeah. to sum that part up. Brokey McPoverty, girl, you do your thing. I'm gonna go follow her and it's let no, her know it's we a, talked it's about a her. wonderful podcast. And what's it called again? It's called Strong Black Legends. Okay. Um, the Twitter handle is Strong Black Lead. Oh my God! Wait, I follow them or her. I follow yeah, her. You probably do. Everybody does. Wow. So her personal Twitter is Brokey McPoverty. I'm gonna go follow that. She's hilarious. Is she like Quinta funny, or funnier than Quinta? They're two different kinds of funny. Yeah. Ooh, that's delicious. I, well, that's like, delicious. Quinta is just a different type of funny in general. Like, she don't even be trying. <laughs> she, she said, she she said like, why I gotta be the like, <laughs> She's funny to me because I think she's awkward and she speaks she, to, like, the I awkward part of me. Well, she's so awkward. The whole part of me is I'm awkward. I'm like, but so. is she really awkward, though? Or is she like, why are you responding like I'm awkward? I, I think what it is is that she's, she's awkward. Like, she's like, I'm normal as But you heck. know what? Now I think about it, she's not even awkward. I think more of an awkward is like Issa Rae is more awkward. I think Quinta is genuinely just like regular, but everybody thinks she's funny because she yeah. does the regular things she yeah. does. Because really, when she be saying like, hello, she's you got money? She's, yeah. she, she's literally just she so just like, you got so money. Like, really I got money. Money. And people are like laughing at because it's just the way she responds to things. And she's like, 
I don't, I don't see the joke. Yeah. See, people. He got money. He got me the large. All right. <laughs> Did your man get you a large? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me that's how I'm funny. I'm like, but the problem is. I can go from like funny to offensive real quick. So like mm-hmm. I have to watch myself because like I'll want to say something and I'll be let me no, drive no, the boat. No, let me drive the boat. No, literally, that's what I said. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> let me drive the boat. <laughs> oh, I wanted Crash. to talk about the sandwich. All right. I can edit some stuff out, I'm sure. Go ahead. Let's just get let's just talk. Okay. So the sandwich, right? Um, Imani brought up the fact that some people think that she looks 18 from time to time. I mean, we've all gotten that. Mm-hmm. I was at the nail salon during prom season. They asked me when was my prom. I said I'm 21 years old. <laughs> um, well, remember when we went out from, I don't know if you were there. Jordan was standing next to me. When that guy offered to buy us shots, he was like, hey, happy 19th. Because we're in Canada. And I was like, I'm 24. Yeah, he, he was like, no, you're not. And I was like, why would I lie about my age in a place where I can legally drink? Like, I, I am my age. So, you know, they age differently. Anyway, um, so I have a love of sandwiches. The urge to eat them hits me often and swiftly with such force that I'm forced Please to stop eat describing them. sandwiches um, like this. Um, they don't like my description of sandwiches. Because it sounds very sexual yeah. and I don't want to think of Jimmy John's in a sexual way. Well, maybe you Stop! Just, no, I was, I was just going to say, you know, maybe you just have it, you know, Gotten a, a Wawa sandwich, you know. Okay, number one. Let me tell quesadilla. you. No, 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 no. I like Wawa. I know. I'm saying I cannot no. wait to get back to campus because oh, okay. I want some Wawa so bad. Yeah, but like you never, it's you like, never really had it after you done, you know, done some stuff, and then you just want a sandwich real bad. It all goes hand in hand. Okay, fine. You know what? Yes, you are correct. Continue. At four o'clock in the morning, you be like. Oh, I'm a little you, parched, a little you hungry. You want a sandwich? I want a sandwich. <laughs> Let's go to Wawa. Let's go to Wawa. Let's go get some sandwiches. Let me get this big old bottle of water, two for one. And then we go try to wake up for class on time. We're not going to get I'm not going to class. I'm going to get to class on time. You're going to fail. Uh-huh. Anyway. I only failed one class because of attendance. It's fine. Wow. Also, she low-key hated me, so it's fine. That's fine. Yep. Um, I should have not passed or graduated with the amount of absences that I had. Um, they were all bluffing, mm-hmm. and I called them on their bluff. Well, I gave one teacher $20 to change my grade, and she did it. Yeah. From a C- minus to a C. We're not going to share names, but if you're listening, you know who you are, sis. I'm also not sharing names, but if you're a professor in the business department, I know that you take dime bags to change grades. You know what? Oh, we are taking it all right, y'all. I'm so sorry that cut off that way. Um, <laughs> things got kind of rowdy after that. Sydney showed us something on Twitter, and it was so funny that I actually kind of started screaming. And I wanted to spare y'all me being loud in your ears or just wherever you were or whatever. Um, so just thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for just giving me a chance and, you know, you know, just listening to me and hearing our thoughts and our opinions on certain things and whatever. So next week, I will be sitting down with B. Van Randall. He is a black man who's doing it big in the city. And he um, actually is the author of a comic called Therians. And so 
He's currently in the process of raising money to make the second part of his motion comic. And I talked about that in the very first podcast I posted, but I'm sitting down with him to kind of dive deep into his creative process and just get to know him a little bit better so that y'all can get to know him a little bit better. So please stay tuned for that and have a great rest of your day. Bye.